Hey, everybody, your designers are here. And as in all things decor, we want to start with a great foundation. So today we're going to be talking about rugs. So really important, lots to know, and really makes a tremendous impact on the way that your rooms look and the feel of your home. So let's dive in and talk about rugs. Your designers are here. I'm Anita from Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly from My Soulful Home. We're here with tips and tricks and decorating advice for you. So let's get started. This is episode 22, Rugs, where we're talking about rugs for your home. And this is, just to clarify, this is about area rugs and not about wall-to-wall carpet. So I'm excited to talk about this today. I know. I I I love love rugs. rugs. Kelly, are you a rug person too? I'm a rug person. I'm I'm slow to choosing a rug because I think there are a lot of considerations. And I know we're going to go over uh, many of those today. Mm -hmm. I am just at the point where I am adding rugs uh, here at my soulful home and, um, you know, hanging things on the wall. So at the fun part, but, you know, I really uh, take pause and I I take a long time to think about rugs. I've had some good rug experiences and some not so good rug experiences. I think we all have had that, yes. (laughs) I I have two rolled up rugs in my shed right now. So if that tells you anything. I know. I know. I'm the same way. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about the rug size. Well, let me, before we talk about the rug size, I really wanted to bring up what Yvonne, uh, Yvonne's taught tip about trays and how they corral accessories. I love that tip for decorating your home. It's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. That's what <laughs> I thought it. too. So, okay. So what are you going to say about it? Well, so I find like, like the, tell me what did I say? <laughs> well, so she said the, the mm. trays corral accessories and I to see make a, a vignette mm-hmm. to make a vignette. And I see a rug as corralling the furniture together, not literally, but but mm-hmm. visually, they corral everything, and so it feels like one piece of, uh, you know, a, a thing rather than a bunch of disjointed pieces. Mm-hmm. Of I furniture. absolutely agree yes, with you. Yes. Absolutely. Well that was good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's talk about choosing size first. Uh, what goes into choosing the right size? Do you know, here's what we have to do. We always have to talk about the fen- foundational things, the things mm-hmm. that you must do mm-hmm. to get it right. And that's maybe not the so fun part mm-hmm. of decorating until you get to the fun part, which is picking out the pattern and things like that. Right, right, right. right but this is a big question people have is, uh, is the size. Anybody have any tips for the right size? Well, I go, think big. That, uh, go big. Go big. Yes. Go big yes. or go home, right? Yes. You know, go bigger than maybe you think. And what I yeah. like to, you know, just like, oh, you know, sometimes you look in a catalog or online, you think, oh, maybe I could squeak away with the six by nine or, you know, the five by seven. Mm-hmm. But, you know, don't, don't just purchase that one because it's $80 less than the next size. Mm-hmm. I, what I like to do is I take out my painter's tape, which is in my toolbox um, that we we talked about in the podcast. Um, and I, I lay it out or I take my measuring tape and I maybe take two or three measuring tapes and I lay them out on mm-hmm. the floor in the dimensions. And I see, is this going to be the right size for the, the floor, the area that I want to cover? 
Also, the furniture that's going to be on top of it. There are mm. less considerations in a room like a living room right. or a sitting room right. or something like that where furniture is not going to be moving back and forth. Yes. If you're talking about dining room chairs being pulled out and all, there are some tips that we'll give to you throughout the podcast of exactly how much space you need. And you have to be a little, a lot more careful with something like a dining room. Oh, yeah. And I mean, you know, it could be a hazard too if your rug is curling up mm-hmm. at the end. You don't want people mm-hmm. falling and then, you know. Well, so oh what gosh. is the, what is the size for a dining room? Well, the size for a dining room, I believe, is you have to have 24 inches mm-hmm. you know, from the end of the table out. So yes. that would allow a normal size dining chair and a normal size person to push to the chair out and get in and out of it. Mm-hmm. Right. I even and- would go, if possible, a little bit bigger just because mm-hmm. I like that nice border around. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then I think in a living room, you know, sometimes you can just have those front legs of the furniture on the rug or you can have the entire chair on. But depending on your area, it mm-hmm. might we might be talking about a quite a large rug. We right. just did and that this just- weekend in mm-hmm. my daughter's home. We were down. Yeah. She has a home on on Capitol Hill in DC and she has these beautiful um, F, uh, oriental rugs from Afghanistan they're mm. just really unusual and she rearranged her furniture and I said to her you know Jackie your your uh, front leg should really be on mm-hmm. your um, rug it's a very big rug so right. we you know it's like it's like wrestling you know wrestling another <laughs> yes. person like moving that around it's not like you like you lift it up and fluff it you know how you can do that but we well, had the pad and everything the, to consider well the pad if you've got the rug pad it's almost impossible to move it is so and, we yeah. we actually had to roll the rug up roll the padding up and do it again and it looks it looked much much better of course this is what your daughter wants to do when you come to visit no actually my husband (laughs) helped her sweet bobby sweet bobby's wrestling the rug let me add add on the size let's say you were a little nervous about the price and so you ended up getting a rug that was a little bit too small so mm-hmm. one of the things you can do if you did that is to layer it with a larger, cheaper rug underneath oh, yes. and then put your I do that a lot on. and yeah. purposefully. You know, I might just buy a, 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 a um, the more POW rug or something interesting like a, mm-hmm. a, um, a faux skin or a real skin or just something, that, you know, mm-hmm. a rug that's really, um, mm-hmm. you know, interesting. And mm-hmm. you can lay it over a sizal or some very basic rug. And so you're getting the look, but it's a lot less expensive. And it's funny that you should say that, Anita, because I have chestnut colored floors in my house because mm-hmm. chestnut is native to mm. where I live but when I photograph them they almost come up orange and I'm I get oh. so frustrated because yeah. they're really beautiful mm-hmm. but anyway I have um a uh a real hide rug but it's not a real zebra zebra rug in my living room I've, it's so fun and I love it yeah I've seen it's it. It's because I have a sort of formal living room and it makes it a little more fun. And um, it's it just goes under my um, coffee table a little bit. It's sort of in the center. But I'm really thinking about getting a large sisal rug mm-hmm. uh, that will cover up a lot of that wood. And the wood's so beautiful. But here again, photograph. It just doesn't photograph like it, oh. I'd like it to. And then just putting that um, hide rug on top of it. Oh, that's a great idea. And the other thing is if you do use hide rugs they only go so big so you can layer mm-hmm. those we have two layers <sighs> under the the table at the farm and yes i've seen that and that's beautiful so yeah hides are i do have a, a pen a real um penchant for um for hide rugs i think they're beautiful 
Mm-hmm. Let's give one more of those measurements while we're at it. So we don't okay. forget. Yes. Uh, it, you know, we'll, we'll come back, but we'll just pop into the bedroom for a second. So if sure. you're having a rug that's going to go under your bed, um, the um, general thinking is it should be 18 inches mm-hmm. from the end of the bed. Mm-hmm sticking outwards. So that would give your, you know, tootsies an opportunity to be on a nice cushy rug when they get mm-hmm. out of bed, you know, in mm-hmm. some room. So, and, so, and you're talking about all, all sides, right? Yes. 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 If, you know, if, if at all possible, probably mostly important on the, you know, the actual sides of the bed where you'd be getting in, maybe the mm-hmm. end is not as important. Um, but here's a thought too. I love to angle all my rugs. Mm-hmm. There's something to me about when you walk into a room and the rug is not just, you know, it's not on a perfect rectangle. It's a skew. It's a skew and it's kind of looking at Mm -hmm. you and it's kind of uh, opens up the room. It's very inviting, I think. Mm. So I'm always turning my rug. So, you know, in my bedroom, you know, it's, it's not 18 inches on this side and 18 inches on this side. There's their space, there's probably a little bit more, but the whole thing is on an angle. Oh, that sounds so pretty. And it doesn't have to go completely under the bed. It's not like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where you're putting a layer and then you're plopping the bed back on top of Mm. it. You can play with it and how it works in your room. I think you can go maybe a little smaller. only go under part of the bed. I think Hmm. you can go a little smaller if it's angled too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see if you buy the wrong size, give that a try before you send it back. Well, and I would say too, if you're looking, usually... Uh, you can go bigger, but you know, often you can't go smaller. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think if your if your rug ends up being a little too big, as long as you're, it's not w- rolled up next to the wall, it's going to look <laughs> fine. Right. So, yes. if you can't decide yes. between two sizes, I would definitely step up go rather bigger. than down. Mm-hmm. And I love your idea, and uh, um, Kelly, of taping it off. Because then you have a real visual picture. And I don't know, does this aggravate you? I hate to buy a rug for under my bed and only have an 18-inch border. I I know. I know. It seems like such a waste, doesn't it? Well, you can do rugs. Uh, We've got the three beds at the farm. And because it was going to take a 14-foot by 9-foot rug there, for now, we just have some maybe two by three rugs in between the beds. Mm -hmm. So that's something. Oh, and that looks so charming. That's so pretty. Mm -hmm. Well, you would think somebody would think of a way of maybe making the center of it a more inexpensive fabric (laughs) and then putting a beautiful rug around it. I'm thinking all that money and all that beauty is hiding under my bed. Yeah. Well, maybe that's a case where you could go with an inexpensive synthetic larger rug and then maybe angle put some askew some uh, prettier prettier pattern <laughs> that's an idea askew, that's that is really a good idea, a good idea. one yeah. thing that um just happened i bought two synthetic rugs um now that you mention it from home decorators collection which i think is part of home depot now it is yeah um, oh, yes it is Okay. And I saw them and I thought, this is, these are just lovely. I, you know, I, my kids are still little. My dog is very tidy, not like that dachshund. <laughs> and my, Emmett does a nice job in the house. Um, so I don't worry so much about that, but you know, I didn't want to spend a whole lot of money for the, these particular rugs. One was for my daughter's room and one was for the living room, uh, in an area in the living room. I'll explain to you about that in a minute. But, um, they were, it was about $250 for both of them. Oh my think, goodness. And they're lovely. And they, you know, obviously it's not a top of the line wool rug. I didn't expect it to be, but for mm-hmm. the price point, it looks terrific. Put the that one, in the show notes because I'd be interested in that myself. I will. And the one I bought for my daughter, they both have grays. Uh, and then hers has a little bit of 
pink in the, it's the same pattern basically yeah. hers is a little pink so her room is gray with this blush pink going on but here's the point is when i put it in her room the uh, the doors were oh. the bottom of the doors were catching on it yeah. oh yes you so have to think have about them that too especially yes. and this is a low pile rug but yes. the, the door was still catching on it a little bit and we've now sort of scooched it over a little bit and it just misses it but i was flattening it out with textbooks and trying to flatten <laughs> oh, my, oh, her school my, books yeah. mm-hmm. uh, but you know that's something to consider particularly if you're going to do a high pile wood uh, wool rug or something like that. You know, if it's going to come in contact with a door, you don't want to have to take the door down. Have that is a really good idea. Yeah. Well, you know, or even in bedroom, I'm redoing a guest bedroom right now and we have a cedar closet and a guest, cl- and another closet in this room and are, I'm using pretty much uh, a rug that's almost about, I think it's three inches on each side it'll cover most of the area just because I wanted it to be really soft for our guests. And, you know, I never thought of that. So I better go and make sure it's not (laughs) going to catch on those doors. Let's talk about fiber content because there's Mm. so many different choices. And I'm just going to say up front, my very, very favorite uh, is wool. Me too. I love the way it wears Mm -hmm. and it repels stains. And mm-hmm. I know people say, oh, you should use synthetic because a uh, wool is going to stain. But I've never had a wool rug stain. They're just I have not amazing. either. Mm-hmm. No, it does oddly repel. Well, I mean, you don't see, sh- uh, you know, stains on sheep. You know, I mean, like, <laughs> no, we I, see I mean, some pretty dirty sheep red around wine there. On a sheep, but it, I, and I wonder if you did, what would happen? I think it just sort of mm-hmm. it washes it right up off. well because it's a natural fiber, mm-hmm. right? I do mm-hmm. like wool rugs a lot, but um, you know, I have, I definitely delved and most recently into the synthetics and mm-hmm. synthetic rugs are like what is that so it's a man-made material as you all probably know um some of them are polypropylene which is also the trade name is olefin you might see that mm-hmm. wonder, oh, yeah. well, what the heck is that nylon acrylic or some sort of polyester mm-hmm. well and i have to say i have a i don't know what the content is but i have an indoor outdoor rug in my dining room it's from Dash and Albert, and it looks exactly like wool. It is well, stunning. <laughs> I think I those s- are polypropylene, and I just like saying be. that. Okay. <laughs> well, Everybody should try that. This one is stunning. But you know yeah. what? It's uh, Let me just say something. They ain't your mama's oh, indoor-outdoor carpets. Yeah. Uh, I well, have a, one right. I love in my dining room, and I did it purposefully we had a previous rug in there. We had a big party and mm. there were a lot of kids and I had orange soda and some mm. little oh, one no. took orange soda into my dining room and spilled it. And I didn't see the orange soda on the carpet until <laughs> many hours later. But let me tell you, I could not get that out. And so I was looking for a carpet and I thought, you know what? I'm going to try an indoor outdoor. And I love my, it's beautiful. First of all, you'd never, you'd think it was, it's high end. Some of, some of the high yeah. end ones, you cannot tell, but They're yeah, gorgeous. with that stain, I guess you can put, if you cannot get it out, you can put uh, layer another rug on yeah. top of it or, or it just put... wasn't a convenient spot. <laughs> so I went with an indoor outdoor and everything that has been on my rug and we use our dining room a lot mm-hmm. comes out. 
Oh, oh that's wonderful. Good to know. So you're saying your your indoor outdoor rug cleans easily. Oh, it's oh it cleans so oh, easily. Wow. I just can't get over it. Oh, and nice. the designs are beautiful. Amazing. Yeah, there's yeah, some amazing yeah. designs. So there's some cheap, not so good looking synthetic uh, indoor outdoors, but some amazingly uh, stunning indoor outdoors. I would say this wasn't cheap, but I would say it's reasonably priced. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't horrifically expensive, but it was probably better than like the run of the mill, but not much, you know, as far as price. So, but it's so well worth it. I'm so glad you brought that up, Anita. And you also have one you said in your, under your dining room table. I do. And I, it's just, well, we haven't had a meal in there recently since I put it in, (laughs) but it's beautiful. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. I recently got a rug for under my breakfast uh, nook table. And I loved it. Be- it's all cotton. And I loved it because it went so well with my new chairs that I got. And I went and, and, and it had um, some stripes and some nice color to it. So I called. We have a very reputable carpet cleaning um, mm-hmm. service here in Lancaster County. It's the top one. And they came out. And they looked at it and they scotch guarded it for me. And here's what they said. Scotch guard something new. It should wear for one year, but then you must have them come back, clean it and re-scotch guard it. And the scotch guarding was very inexpensive. I got all my four chairs around my um, kitchen table because they're all upholstered, scotch guarded, because they were new. And so, you know, that just saves me so many headaches because the, mm-hmm. the rug that I chose was light. And it's like, oh, gosh, what am I thinking? I'll give it a try. So I feel pretty confident now that I'm okay for about a year. I'll just have them back. They'll take it out, clean it, bring it back, scotch guarded, and we're good to go again. Just don't awesome. invite that kid back. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably well, like a rug. time. I'm ready for him. The only <laughs> thing, the only, I can't think of a, a rug that he could Seven spill up. it on that's and it. I couldn't that's get it out. That's all you're getting, kid. It's like a <laughs> showdown right. with Yvonne and the rug. What about um, No, I'm nice fiber. to little children. Life is I messy. Know. Life is messy. That's so what, what I about say. natural fibers, jute, seagrass, sisal? Because I have a sisal rug that I mm-hmm. love. I I love, I love natural fiber rugs. Me you too. just have to be careful, you know, especially if you're ordering them from a catalog or online. I did um, make the mistake of ordering what was called a sizal, which is, you know, durable and not very um, scratchy. But it would probably was more of a core rug, it's oh. C-O-I-R, mm-hmm. and that is rough and tough. Yes, and, that's uh, pretty it tough. it came, and I unrolled it, and that was going to be in our breakfast area. So you're, you're approaching it with bare feet a lot, and mm-hmm. we don't wear shoes mm-hmm. in our house. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't anyway. either. So you have socks or bare feet in, our, in the house, and it was dubbed the rug of nails you've heard of the bed of nails, <laughs> the bed of nails. oh my goodness the rug of nails. my family even my dog would go around the edges of it and you know they, oh is really, it the, oh see Emmett's such painful. a smart boy Emmett's yeah, a smart boy Emmett is a smart boy his well, little his little pads he didn't like it yeah it, so you know I thought I'm not gonna I'm, I had put the rug pad down I put the furniture on top of it I thought you know, and it looks really good. I'm like, oh gosh, you're not sleeping on it. You guys can handle it. So, you know, I made them continue with it, but it was not comfortable. So just be aware there are different um, degrees of 
softness in all those fabric, those materials. So the seagrass, jute, core, and sisal. That is such a good point. Mm-hmm. And I want to bring up, know that. speaking of Emmett, I think mm-hmm. we need to talk about uh, pet Accidents? friendliness. Yeah. <laughs> pet friendliness. So, uh, mm-hmm. what, so because I'm going to, uh, in my experience, the wool is great, you know, if you do have something, mm-hmm. uh, if there's an accident or spill. And then the hide rugs just clean off like, you know, they're, they're super easy to clean. Mm-hmm. Cotton, uh, I don't know. That, that one's a little tougher. Yeah, it is tougher. That's why you get it scotch guarded. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And get yeah. it professionally done. That way they guarantee that. Mm, good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just train your dog really well. <laughs> I know, I know. And my, my doggie, Molly, she just, she's so good. She doesn't have accidents in the house. So well, really if you good. have a dog long enough, um, Scamp, our Scamp is no longer with us. He Scamp. passed away in November. It was very, very traumatically oh, sad. And he was 20 years old. Oh, I know. Little palms live a long time. And was you know, that the he, one that had all the gorilla glue stuck? Yes. That was oh. yeah. <laughs> I told my daughters that story. Yeah. They were hell. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, he's the one that got into the gorilla glue and thought he'd roll in it. But anyway, um, <laughs> Towards his end of life, we had him in a diaper because they oh. will. Yeah. I mean, oh. you know, when they get that old. So mm-hmm. you just have to be aware of that, girls. Cause, well, okay. and just do the yeah, diaper. Scamp was there good go. till the very end, but still. You just till have the to be, very end. Oh. Yeah. You have to be aware of that when you're thinking about carpets and things like that. Yeah. yeah so there are the ways coming, that you can no keep new it, carpet. Like, yeah. We just kept him in a little diaper. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, he was fine. But you do have to think about those things. And also, you have to think about, you know, how, how comfortable a rug is on, in, on your feet. And you were talking about that, Kelly. Yeah. That's important how it looks. There's so many things to consider. But another thing that we really need to consider is, you know, uh, a rug is only as good as the pad you put under it. Okay. Ooh, that's See, a quote but now there. you have to be careful. And to be honest, I'm not using pads right now because uh, some of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? That was me. That was she horror. <laughs> that was well horror. because some of those pads oh. will destroy your wood floors, and uh, so I'm just really I don't know. I've had well, you go to a because I'll tell this. Mm-hmm. This is where it's worth it. If you go to a um, um, a store that sells rugs, mm-hmm. they have wonderful pads, and it. And especially pads for, you know, area rugs that they almost feel they're feltish on the top and they have a really nice bottom that are no skid, but that won't ruin your floors. I have a really good post on, well, I shouldn't pat myself on the back, really good post. (laughs) I'm sure it is good. It's a thorough post. I should, that's what I should say. Mm -hmm. A thorough post on rug pads. Oh, good, good. Yeah, I had not really considered rug pads back mm-hmm. then. And um, this company approached me and I said, okay, send me your rug pads. Wow, what a yes. difference. Yes. I was yes. not using rug pads at the time. Well, no, it I saves your some. It saves your rug mm-hmm. and it makes it more comfortable. And if you get the right kind, it's also good for your floor. Well, that's true. I do have some that are rather thick and they look like felt. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were very expensive. Too. Yeah, yeah they not, are. They're not mm-hmm. cheap. And, and yeah, now if you're getting those little honeycomb things that are, you know, they might, they, then they stick to the floor sometimes. Yeah, those, those are not I'm, I'm not doing those so great anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because <laughs> then you peel them off and I don't know if it's heat or something, but they do leave marks on the mm-hmm. floor. They so do that's here. not so true. Yeah. Well, I was just very nervous about my floor, so I didn't, I didn't do them here. So let's talk about 
the pile, the pile options. Now, my mm. personal, personal favorite, I love a flat weave wool rug, like a Drury or a Killam or just any I kind of too. those. Those are my very, very favorites. Oh, we have a lot in common this this episode, oh, wow. Anita. This wow. Awesome. <laughs> wow. How about you, Kelly? Yeah. I'm the same yeah. way. I, I agree. I agree. I like that, that the best. In fact, and, you know, just, and again, the synthetic rugs I just bought, but they mimic that sort of thing. They're, they're mm-hmm. really thin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the pile is very, very short. Um, I, a few years ago, I got, oh, not a few, like eight years ago, re, there was a, a shag rugs were all, it was called something else, not shag. It was called something else, but they were shag rugs, like from the 1970s. Mm-hmm. Oh, the, are, is that the, the flocky? Isn't that what they're called now? I forget what they were called. But not anyway, that, they, they came shaggy. in like not that shaggy. Okay. In and out, like real quick, you know, zip and it was in and out. But it just happened to hit me that I thought, oh, that would feel really good. So I got wall to wall shag in my family room. And it lasted about 18 months. And it was like after that, I was like, I'm it's out of here, you know, because it just it, it felt good. Rug. My yeah. kids loved it. You know, they loved playing in it. Is it but, white? I'm sorry? Was it a white shag rug? I don't white. No, it wasn't white. It was uh, like a variegated uh, caramel tan. You know, oh, it was okay. variegated, so it okay. really hid the dirt well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, after uh, I knew, like the, about two months in, like, oof, this is just not for me. But I agree. I think uh, uh, the low, the lower the nap, the better. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, you can get really low napped cut carpet. Oh, right. Yeah, but I'm still a fan of it just woven and as low to the ground as I can get it. I'm really into uh, layering rugs. Oh, me too. Mm -hmm. In the house that I'm in now, it's a necessity because our formal living room, keeping room is so long and narrow, it would look so strange. I would have to get the strangest shaped carpet. And then Mm -hmm. there's a fireplace in the center and, you know, then there's some furniture. So what I did was I needed to break the room up into conversation areas anyway Mm -hmm. for the room to make sense. Uh, So I used three different rugs and they're all overlapping a little bit. So it's not layered on top of each other, but they're talking to each other in Mm -hmm. that way. And it's really working nicely. The, this synthetic one that I've talked about a few times today was the last piece in that puzzle because I couldn't mm-hmm. figure out how I was going to make that work. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a sizal that's in front of the sofa and the coffee table is sitting on top of that. Then there's a, a faux skin rug that I got from one's King's Lane on an angle mm-hmm. in front of the fireplace, but it's overlapping the sizal. And now oh, this, okay. this grayish... Um, very muted toned synthetic that can, kind of mimics a you know, sort of a an ancient type of rug, like an oriental type mm-hmm. of pattern, but it's in mm-hmm. the grays and blacks and smoky colors like that is again on an angle mm-hmm. and it's a little bit under the, um, the faux skin rug. And it, it what it a works. difference it made in that How room. Because now know, all the pieces are, are, as you said earlier, all the, the elements are now sort of talking to each other. Mm-hmm. It makes sense together instead of it feeling like a furniture store. <laughs> I think many of us have that problem. I have a, my house is broken up into a front part and a back part. It's open, um, the front and the back uh, 
are it's there it's like two bowling alleys two white bowling alleys <laughs> that's what i call it and so in the front i've got my dining room the foyer's in the center and then the living room and in the back of the house i have the breakfast nook the um uh, family room on the left and the kitchen on the other side. But in the like, let's the front of my house, my dining room, my foyer, and my living room all have rugs. How do you do that? So they all, I mean, and they're not that far apart, and mm-hmm. you can see them. So it's that trying to get that balance between the rugs that they look good together, but that are that they're all a little different. And right, I mean, it's taken me several rugs in my mm-hmm. foyer. Hmm. Um, to to find something that I think worked with both. Let's talk about patterns now. Ooh, okay. I mean, what kind of a pattern do you look for? Or do you prefer solids? I, I don't necessarily want a solid uh, unless it's, you know, a, a natural. A sisal, yeah, or something natural. But yeah. I like something very subtle. I know sometimes mm-hmm. you'll read articles about designers and say, oh, well, I like to start with the rug. Mm-hmm. I don't start with the rug. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't like the rug talking the loudest in the <laughs> but room. you know there, don't you see these white rooms now and there's an an oriental rug that, or a kilim or something just bright bright red and mm-hmm. then the rest of the room is kind of white mm-hmm. yeah and that. it takes over the whole room <laughs> yeah it's fun though i i don't know yeah my like my foyer rug is a black and white striped big bold i'm, I'm striped um wool rug i mean it is it is out there Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And then, of course, in my living room, I have the zebra, and that's pretty out right, there, but too. That's an, but that's an accent rug. Yes. Well, yes. And then mm-hmm. the foyer is, like, you know, the rug can, can kind of, you know, there's not a, a lot of other functions in that room. It that's exactly what so you're right. So that can be like, wow. That's why I picked it, because there's not a lot of furniture. Right. So I wanted something that really made a statement. Right. So, I, I mean, I, I, I think that sounds beautiful. I don't know that I've seen pictures of Euphoria, but I've definitely seen that um, zebra rug. And, mm-hmm. and the way you've layered it and worked it in with everything is, is absolutely beautiful. But again, that's a pop. It's not huge. Um, and it's almost like an accessory rather than a foundational piece. Mm-hmm. I always think of rugs, larger rugs, as real foundational pieces. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily want that to be a big flowery pattern or something. No, I well, I don't think I do either. Except if it, if it, the smaller it is, the wilder I'll get. Let's put it mm-hmm. that way. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. Well, like, I do. or even like a needlepoint. I haven't had. It's been a long time since I've had a needlepoint rug, but I think those are pretty too. Or like a hooked rug. I love right. those. I have two rolled upstairs, like because I can't use them. They they don't go with my decor anymore. Well, I brought mine to church for my Sunday school class, and somebody stole it from the church. <laughs> Maybe they made a big donation to your church. (laughs) I just walked in one day to teach my class and my my rug was gone. (laughs) Well, what about Orientals? I mean, I know like, well, I actually have two more of those. I have a gorgeous Oriental uh, red one. Really interesting. Not like the inexpensive Orientals you could get, but a really good one. And when I finish our um, guest suite above our garage... That's what I'm going to use. A lot of white in this big red Oriental rug. It'll be beautiful. Yeah, but I, I don't see the Orientals that that much anymore. Well, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Because again, I think white. You know, people spend all those thousands and thousands of dollars on them, mm-hmm. and then either get tired of them or your styles change, and then you, you're committed to them. Yeah, that's why I'm not spending five thousand mm-hmm. dollars 
on a rug because no. I just, I, who knows what's happening down the road. And, and you can get beautiful, reasonably priced rugs now, which is so awesome. You can, we, I just went to a rug store, a local rug store. I couldn't find anything that I like online. Went to a rug store. I'm having a carpet cut and surged so it could be um, like a, like a, rug in my room not not wall to wall though but i like and that's a good point you can go to a carpet store Mm -hmm. and have them take some carp a carpet remnant and and uh uh, put the edge on it put the trim on it but make sure you surge it yeah surging looks much better than than binding surging looks more professional yeah surging is really nice and yeah and you can it doesn't even have to be a remnant you can just go and say this is how many Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. yards i need or square feet i need of this carpet and they can make a few Another way to get um, an off-sized rug is a company called theperfectrug.com. I have not used them, but I know friends have, and I did explore it. It's not the most inexpensive way to go, mm-hmm. but if you have a really odd-shaped room or you want a, a carpet on an angle to be a certain a size, it's a good way to go, and they have a really big selection, and they well, surge the edges. We'll put that in the that. show notes, yeah. okay? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then the other thing, the last uh, thing I point I wanted to make is when I'm picking out the colors or the patterns for a rug, my personal feeling is, although I do love all the the very brightly colored ones, for my aesthetic, for my home, I end up using usually rugs that have just two colors in them. And a, uh-huh. it can be kind of a busy pattern, but just two colors. And that way it's so much easier to work it in and make it work as I'm changing pillows and as I'm changing uh-huh. other things in the room. That usually does, it's pretty easy to work with something that has two colors versus something that has, you know, 10 or 15. Mm -hmm. That's a really good tip. That's true. And the tighter your color palette, the more sophisticated it looks as well. Oh, good point, Mm -hmm. Yvonne. Nice, tight palettes. Very good. Okay, well, this has been so much fun. I think that we shared a whole lot of tips today. I know I learned some things too. Mm -hmm. We want you to remember that uh, we are here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. Thanks so much for listening to Decorating Tips and Tricks. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, then subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. We're coming at you three times a week, and so we want you to keep up. So head over to any of your podcast listeners or iTunes and just sign up to get notified when we have a new episode. And also, don't miss out on the sales at bespokedecor.store. Head over there bespokedecor.store and sign up for our insider email list. And that way you won't miss a thing that's going on there either. And Anita and I are taking Bespoke Decor on the road. We will be heading to Round Top, Texas to the famous Round Top Antique Show. We'll specifically be at the Blue Hills area. I understand that Round Top is humongous and is going to completely wow me. I've never been before. So if you've never been, maybe this will be your year as well. And if you have been and you're familiar with Blue Hills, then sure, for sure, come and see us there. Let us know if you're coming and we'll give you all the details that you need to know to 
to pinpoint us in this sea of antiques and fabulous things. So we'll be there at the end of September through the the entire show. We're going to have special events at our booth. Uh, there'll be stuff to buy, us to chat with, and cold drinks to be had because I understand it gets pretty steamy there in Round Top. And if I have anything to do with it, there'll be some wine, ladies. So definitely head over and visit us in person in Round Top, Texas, coming up at the end of September 2018.